Shalom to all. Today's office is in Dharm Daf Lam and Dalad. We are starting the seventh line, the second to last word on the line. And today's Daf is sponsor Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Yaakov Misha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, or Yosef Yantif, Ben Asher Anshul, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. Now, our Mishnah was discussing the following case. There was an Eder of Isser Hana between Reuven and Shimon. Reuven is allowed to return Shimon's lost object to him. However, if it's a place where Reuven can demand payment for that, the Mishnah says, Tipal Hana la Hektish, that payment, which is called Hana, needs to be given to Hektish. Now, if Ami and Ravasi argued what the case of the Mishnah is. Are we discussing where Reuven can't have enough from Shimon, or that Shimon can't have enough from Reuven? Now, in the course of the discussion, we also brought up a concept called Prutad Rabbi Yosef. It's called that because it's based off Machlech, it's between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef. We know that HaOisiko Mitzvah Patrman mitzvah. So if one is involved in Ashavah Seveda and is asked for tzedakah, he does not need to give, and now he has some extra shekels in his pocket. Turns out that because of the lost object, he just had a monetary benefit. So now we're going to have a different way of understanding Ravami and Ravasi. Now, some learn as follows. One of them says, The only time the Mishnah taught that Reuven's allowed to return the object to Shimon is if the Nechassim of the Balaveda are Usr to the one who's returning it. Meaning, if Shimon's Nechassim are Usr to Reuven, or in other words, Reuven is not allowed to have Anah from Shimon, so Reuven's allowed to return Shimon his object. And if you want to say that Reuven is technically receiving benefit because of Prutid Rav Yosef, if someone comes up to Reuven in the middle and asks him for tzedakah, Reuven doesn't have to give it to him. That means he has some extra money in his pocket, and it turns out that he has an extra money because of Shimon's object, that's not a reason to Aser Ruvain to return the object to Shimon because that's not Shriach, it's not common. If Ruvain's Nechassim were Aser onto Shimon, so then Ruvain would not be allowed to return the object to him because he's giving him Ana. By giving him his object back, he's benefiting him. Now, yesterday we had said that both of Rami and Ravasi agree that it's not a problem to return the object in this case. Over here we're saying that it's Machlekes. Now, Vachadam or the other one says, even if Reuven's Nechassim were Aser to Shemin, meaning Shemin is now to receive Hana from Reuven, Mutter, Reuven is still allowed to return the lost object to Shemin. Because when he's giving it back to him, he's just giving him back something that belongs to him, and that's not considered Hana. Now we go to the next part of the Mishnah. Tanan, the Mishnah had said, If it's a place where he'd be able to get Schar for this, meaning Reuven can demand Schar, or he could demand the payment for returning the object, so that payment has to go to Hektish. Now, that when Ruvain's Nechassim are Usr to Shemin, he's still allowed to return that object to Shemin. We can understand this last part of the Mishnah that this Hana would have to go to Hektish. Why so? Because this could be referring to a case where Reuven gives the object back to Shemin and he tells Shemin, I don't want to take any payment from you. Now that turns out that if Shemin keeps the payment, he's getting Hana from Ruvain. He's not getting Hana from Ruvain just by getting the object back, but if Ruvain refuses payment, so now that's a savings for Shemin and that's considered Hana from Ruvain. So then we can understand this line of the Mishnah that that Hana has to go to Hektish. According to the Manda Amar, that when Reuven's Nechassim are Asr to Shemin, Reuven's not allowed to return his object to him. So that means that the only time that Reuven's allowed to return Shemin's object to him is when Reuven is the one who's not allowed to benefit from Shemin. So Hechem and Tarts Makaim. How do we understand this line in the Mishnah that if it's a place where he could get Schar for it, that Schar has to go to Hektish? Why should Reuven not be allowed to take that Schar? It's not considered like Reuven's getting Hana from Shemin. He's getting paid for his services. That's not called Hana. So why would the Mishnah say, the Gemara says, you're right, Kasha, that's a problem. Now moving on to Lama Dalad on Beza on top with something not related. Amar Rava, he says, A fellow has a loaf of bread in front of him, and it's Hefker. But Amar, and he says, hektish. This loaf of bread is Hektish. Let's say now he took this bread to eat it. He lifted up the bread, he's about to take a bite into it. He was Ivor Me'ilah, according to the value of this entire loaf. Now we know that a person's Ivor Me'ilah if he misappropriates Hektish for his own use. And this is either if he takes it out of the Rosh of Hektish, or if he benefits from Hektish. 
Hekdesh. So over here, it's considered like he took it out of the Rishos of Hekdesh. He took it for himself. He was about to eat it. So he was mild the entire value of the loaf, and he would have to pay that value to Hekdesh along with an added fifth. However, Lerisha Labanov, if he took this loaf only to give it over as a Yerusha to his children, he was makdish the loaf of bread, and then he put it in a plastic bag, sealed it up, wrote on it for Yerusha, put it in the freezer, waiting for after he dies so his kids are going to be able to have it. So then, Ma'alafi Tavis Hanasheba, he's only ever Ila based off of the Tavis Hana of this loaf. He didn't actually misappropriate anything right now. He took it and put it in the freezer for later. So he didn't benefit from Hekdish and he didn't take it out of Hekdish's Rishos. Once his kids use it, so they're going to be over a full Me'ila. Now, what does this mean that he's over Me'ila, Lafi Tavis Hanasheba? So Tavis Hana is a very small benefit that he gets from it. What's the benefit that he gets? His kids owe him a thanks. They owe him a Yashrakayach, a Hakar Satayv, for putting something away for Yerusha after he passes away. And that has some sort of value. So whatever value that is, he would have to take that money and give it to Hekdish plus a fifth. But now moving on to something related to Nadarim. Bamine Rabbi Chiyabar Oven me Rava. Rabbi Chiyabar Oven asked Rava the following question. Kikari Alecha, Ruven tells Shemin, this loaf of bread, which is mine, is usher to you. matana. But then he gave it to him as a gift. Mahu, what's the halacha? Kikari Omarloi, is he telling him that my loaf is usher to you? But it's only Kiisa Rishusehu da usher. It's only usher to Shemin as long as it's still in Ruven's Rishos. But now it's not Ruven's Rishos anymore because Ruven gave it to Shemin and now it'd be permitted to Shemin. Aydomar, perhaps Alecha Omarloi, he's telling him on you. It's usher to you. He was making the loaf usher to Shimon in all situations, even if the loaf now belongs to Shimon. So these are two different stadim. So Amr Rava told him, Pshita, it's obvious. Even though he gave it to him as a present, usher, it's still usher. And why is that? Because what else would Ruven be trying to say by making this nether of Kikari Alecha? He's not coming to talk about the case that if it's stolen from him, it still should be usher. It's unlikely that Ruven was ushering this bread to Shimon, even if Shimon steals it from him, because that's not something that Ruven would assume might happen. And it's also not likely that Reuben is asking Shimon from eating the bread while it's still his, because anyway, Shimon has no right to eat bread which isn't his. So it must be that when Reuben asked this bread onto Shimon, he was doing so even in the case if he gave it to Shimon. Now, Amalei of Chiyabar often told Rava, lie, that's not so. It could be that Reuben was really intending the case of inviting Shimon over his house. And maybe that's what he was telling Shimon, that you're not allowed to eat this loaf of bread, even if I invite you over my house and tell you that you can come over and have some food with me, you're still not allowed to eat that loaf of bread. And therefore, it's possible that if Reuben gave Shimon the loaf of bread, he never intended that the nether would be chal in such a case. So Chibar often doesn't like Rava's answer, but we do see from here that Rava holds that if Ruvain ushered something to Shimon, it's ushered to Shimon even if he gives it to him as a gift. But now the Gemara is going to ask a question. We have a question from Brisa. The Brisa tells us, Lend me your cow. So Ruvain told Shimon, This cow that I own, to you, meaning my cow is ushered to you. Or he said, All my nechassim are ushered to you. And then he added on, if I have only this cow, meaning he was basically saying, I only have this cow, so that's why I'm not giving it to you. And I'm making a nether that this cow is usher to you if you find that I have more cows. Or let's say Shimon asked Ruvain, Hashilene Kardumcha, lend me your axe or your spade. Amar Loi and Ruvain told him, Kainum Kardum Sheeshli, Kainum my Kardum, Shani Kanui that I own, Nechasai Alai, really should be Nechasai Alecha, meaning my Nechasim are usher to you, Im Yeshli Kardum Elozeh, if I have only this Kardum. Again, same thing with the cow. He's basically saying, I only have one Kardum, so I'm not giving it to you. And if you find that I have another cardom, then this cardom's usher to you. And what happened? Venimsa Shishloi, it turns out that he does have more cows or he does have another cardom. So what's the halacha? Bechayav usher. In his lifetime, meaning when Ruve 
Ruvain's still alive, Shimon is not allowed to use this cow or this cardom. But Mace, if Ruvain died, Usher didn't allow Matana or was given to Shimon as a present, Hareza Mutter, it's Mutter. So you see from here that if Shimon got it as a present, even though there was a nether of Isra Hana on it, Shimon's allowed to benefit from it. That's clearly not like Rava. So Amr Ravacha Bridravika, he answers, that's not a question. We're talking about where it was given to Shimon by somebody else. Ruvain gave this cow to Levi, and Levi gave it to Shimon. So in that case, Shimon's allowed to use the cow because it wasn't given to him by Ruvain. And Amr Ravashi Ravashi says, Dekanami, we can redact that from the Braiso. Dekanami, because the Braiso says, Shinit Noloi, it was given to him. Blekatani Shinos Noloi, it doesn't say that Ruvain gave it to Shimon, he gave it to him. It says it was given to him, which means that a third party gave it to Shimon, and in that case, even according to Rava, it would be permitted. So this Braiso is not a question on Rava. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about Me'ila. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.